Then to have Ian Wright, you know, saluting the thing. People deluded, appreciative to all of you lot tuned in. I'm back again, as you guys know. Hope you're all doing well and safe on this fabulous Friday. We've made it to the end of the week. Hope you and your loved ones are in good health. Hope you lot where your personal and private lives are concerned. It's been great. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. Twitch buddies, appreciative to you lot. Appreciative to all the support you guys give my content. Make sure your notifications are on. Make sure you're here at 11 a.m. on Sunday. We're watching Chelsea. Arsenal. I don't know when Mikel Arteta is doing his press conference for that, but we'll get into it. Now, obviously, we'll go over the popular news. I guess some of you are going to want to recap the game. Any talking points, thoughts, opinions, feel no sort of way about getting them in, people. By now, you understand what it is, people. The pool for Lakonga sounds good. Agree, DG. Why did Lakonga catch a straight? He chilling that yard, man. Doing his recovery session in that, man. Good afternoon, Graham, as well. It was a good performance from the flying Scotsman Tini, and he did take his goal well. He's reminding Mikel Arteta, listen, it's a squad game. Don't write off anyone, and such is life, isn't it? You know, such is life, such is life, you know. A couple of players are getting fit to the point where only Smith-Rowe is the long-term absentee. Tommy Asu, did he need to come on yesterday? I feel yes, because we needed to see out the game. I feel no, because you didn't want any of them to come on. He's pulled his hammy and things, and Zinchenko is you know, was on the bench, participating in training, got a couple of days training to see if he could play against Chelsea. Tierney played a big a big amount of minutes. Some people are saying we're trying to manage his workload. I'm just, Tierney's hidden no secret of, I'll listen, behave myself, work as hard as I can, but I want to play. Tierney probably has to play left-back, really and truly. Is the pool even levels like that? I think he's decent. I wanted him when he was at Udinese. Hasn't worked out for him at Atletico Madrid. I think we could do a lot worse, really. You know, if... You are seeing emerging news that Atletico are trying to sell players. Apparently, they've put Thomas Lamar because they're broke now. They didn't get Champions League. Apparently, Thomas Lamar, Jao Felix, Rodrigo de Paul, and there's one more player. I can't remember people. I can't even lie to you. There's one more. There's one more player that they've all put up for sale. I don't know if they're going to get moves for these guys in 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 January. Jao Felix, you know, there's a certain bag you've got to put down. You know, apparently they rejected a bid in the summer from Bayern Munich of 80 million. Paul probably you know 30 should do it. I'm not saying he should be the only he's the only target, but I can't lie to you. I'm having I'm having the pool to be fair with you. I liked him at Udinese. 
Stock's kind of falling at Atletico. It ain't really worked out. Almost went Spurs. I like him. I think he's he, he's fairly physical. He's got that Uruguayan tenacity, good passing range, can break the lines if required, good engine, you know, of the right age profile as well, kind of ready to impact this. Not to really draw out Lokonga because he doesn't deserve it, but he's better than him right now. And there's a certain sort of level that I think he comes with, if I'm completely honest with you. For what it's worth, I don't think we go for this guy. But if there is a small opportunity or a small window of opportunity to go for Depaul, I'm having it, really. If you could bring in Depaul and Telemans, I think that that's a decent option. Depaul is more physically bigger. Sure, he can body couple man, then get, then get bodied. I think he's all right. Wouldn't mind a quick Jao Felix to replace Eddie. It's a movie, man. Fort Lokongo was shocking. Needs to be sold, recycled the funds. Shocking is harsh, man. I can't lie. Shocking. Saying Lokongo is, is harsh. Underwhelming. Not grabbing his opportunity. Letting the game pass him. Them sort of things there. I do think... Not saying... ...of a scapegoat at this moment in time, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, but... I guess you're not wrong. You know, he's not grabbed the game by the bull of its by 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 the horns, grabbed grabbed the game by the scuff of its neck. You know, if any fringe player, and it kills me to say that about Kieran Tini, but if there's any fringe player um that taking their chances, it was Tini yesterday. Eddie didn't take his chance, you know. Tini did. She's and he I think he has. I personally think Tini's been in good form this season. I'll be honest, he's been playing his inverted full, his inverted fullback role. Obviously, yesterday he scored and he's been doing quite well, generally speaking. So I'm 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 cool with it, really, if I'm honest with you. Controversy opinion is Vieira played worse than Lakonga yesterday. Vieira played a key role in the goal, so did Lakonga. And the only thing I can accuse Vieira of is just you need to do some you need to do some finishing practice. If I'm completely honest with you, bit harsh, but fair enough. The pool is decent, but I don't know if he takes the team to the next level. But I'm taking him probably doesn't, but it's a good signing. And again, like Liverpool again at the time. Obviously, the only signings that I felt at the time, in hindsight, uh, Salah, Mane, all these guys took them to the next level. But the only ones that at the time they were bringing them, you could see why they were spending the bag on Allison. They improved defensively since when, if you remember when Liverpool, when Klopp first took took, took the reins there, it was all kind of gun hole and then they kind of had better game management and they did improve defensively. Van Dijk and Allison enhanced a good, a good structure um, sort of thing. But, you know, at the time, they grabbed Mane, grabbed Salah, grabbed Robertson, grabbed these shrewd, smart additions for Mino from Hoffenheim. You grab them all and you get them all together. And before you know it, you have a decent squad, really and truly. DG rank from best to worst, who do you think would suit our left eight role? Where's the guys? Locatelli, Paul, Telemans, Milinkovic, Savage. Oh, Locatelli first, Milinkovic Savage second. He could be first, and Locatelli could be second. But Locatelli first, Milinkovic Savage second, Telemans third, the pool last. To be fair, he has missed several opportunities to come forward. Sambi feels short again, in my opinion. I can't blame you, Lock, because he got to play his left sided eight role. He got more freedom, didn't do anything with it. DG Lokonga is decent, but El Nene is better. Let's be real sure you agree. I mean, I've been saying that right now. El Nene is better than you. At this moment in time, if we're just focused on trying to get top four and beyond, I'm playing El Nene right now nine times out of ten because I know there's a certain level, not to big up El Nene or discredit Lokonga, there's a certain level I know what I'm getting with, especially where it's the Premier League, really. You know, if we're playing Chelsea, well, we are playing Chelsea on Sunday. God forbid something happens with Partey or Xhaka. 
I'm probably throwing down any in there because I know what I'm getting with him. Lokonga, I don't. And I still think there's a player in Lokonga, but if if there's not been if there's not been significant progress come the end of the season, then we have to revisit the next steps of what we're doing. Does he go out on loan and things like that? I don't know. What's YouTube saying? Oh, I'm gonna slap that. Sorry, people. YouTube's messing with me. Fair enough. Hopefully. All right. Cool. Sorry, folks. Back over them sides. Everything is cushy. Everything is blessed once again. So, yeah, man. I like the look of Rodrigo. Atletico don't reject bids, but once you po pony up the cash, I mean, surely Felix will be available at a cut price, 78. Yeah, I reckon you can get him. They rejected 78 in the summer from Bayern. I mean, if you could, and I'm not saying I'm against Yao Felix, but again, you know, quality player, lovely technical level, potential to be great, can play as a false eight, I mean, false nine, can play in a couple of other roles. But if we remove our excitement from the player and stuff, it is a bit of a shiny new toy because what are we getting? We know if, you know, he fits the dynamic of what we're doing. We know that, they, you know, in a build more attacking team, he could be lit and things like that. But what is he? He's not necessarily a striker. You know, we need someone that's going to score goals. He's not necessarily a striker. He can play out wide. He's not necessarily a winger. So as much as I agree with sanctioning that money, when we remove everything away from it, he don't really solve much. And we're just spending peas for no reason, really. Atletico made it known they need to sell him. They're desperate. Rather drop the bag on Osserman than Vlahovic. Not really convinced on Osserman, if I'm honest with you. I like him. Would take him at Arsenal. Think he would score goals. But it's offside too much. Doesn't participate in, in general play enough for me. Needs a, quite a few chances. I'm not going to lie. There is a certain tax. I'm more likely to want Vlahovic. But there is a certain sort of tax I give Italian football respectfully to them. But there's got to be a reason... Lookman's been off the ball for a minute. He's gone over there. He's looked decent. Boga struggled. He went over there. Looked decent. Immobile went, but Bundesliga couldn't score. Went there. Did a madness. And I am being harsh with this. Tammy Abraham couldn't bag gold like that for Chelsea, even though he had a decent record. Increased his name over there in Roma. Osman weren't doing too much at Leo and them things there. Went there. Did a madness. Rafa Leal, okay at Sporting. Okay at, at, at Leo. Increased his tenure at, at, in, in the Italian division. And how many times have we seen that, you know, Fabio Capello has said this. So it is what it is. But yeah, I'll take Jao Felix. But again, it don't solve anything. Right now, we kind of need to go back to basics. I do think there's a lot of players in football and what we have right now. Everyone can play everywhere. You know, Martinelli can play left wing and up front. Saka left and right wing. You know, Smith Rowe can play out wide, can play 10, can play 8. Odegaard can do a couple things. Vieira can do a couple things. Ben White can do a couple things. Zinchenko can do a couple things. Um, Tommy Asu can do a couple things. Um, and I like the versatility. You need versatility. But like a lot of these players at Arsenal and in general, I just feel many footballers nowadays, they can play in bare roles. But what are they? Typically, you know, you could look at... To a degree, Mbappe, probably a left winger, can play up front. Rashford, Martial, there's guys that, are they strikers? Are they wingers? Are they right backs? Are they centre backs? You know, I do think we kind of need to bring in someone who's a bit defined. Even Gabi Jesus, he plays up front for us. We believe he can be a striker, but he's kind of showing what, he's, what he showed at City in that I'm a great player. Like, I will work hard. I've got link-up play. I can score some goals, but in terms of, am I going to be that 15, 20 league goal man plus? The jury's still out, if I'm honest. 
Mudrick is Arsenal bound already. I don't know who's bound where, man. If you know more than me, Reese, and people in the chat, fair enough. But I'm not privy. I don't know Edu or Arteta or Kronke. So I don't know what Arsenal are doing or not doing in January. I definitely don't know anyone connected to Mudrick. So until I see him holding an Arsenal shirt saying I've admired the club since a young age and all of these sort of things, I can't deal with none of that. Get the Uruguayans to the carpet, Rodrigo de Paul and Fogundo Torres. If Atletico are selling, go in for Rodrigo. That's our eight box to box sorted, but gonna cost about 45. That's our winter budget gone. If they do want to sell him, then they've got to knock down some prices. Anything more than 30 ish, then leave it alone, man. Coming up, that's annoying. There it is. Don't know why it wasn't come up. DG, you're spot on. It's not all about building a squad going forward. If we can find stronger replacements for Jesus, Partey, Saka, plus competition for Xhaka will be in a solid position. We lost the midfield on many occasions yesterday. Need some strength. Vieira needs to pattern up. For me, yesterday, the biggest annoying thing is we're not playing through central areas enough because, you know, Partey and Xhaka are not there from the start. Xhaka suspended. Partey came off the bench. El Nene is not that in it. El Nene shows for the ball, but that's not him in it. Like, we know what El Nene brings. That's not that. Lokonga at times is showing, but not enough, really. So that's probably why. And I said it in my review. Check out the review, people, that... I felt we looked stronger from wide areas. I think Ben White and Reese Nelson, when they did connect, looked very good. I think Tierney's man of the match. And I think when Eddie and Ketty and him, in, at least in the first half, because I think Eddie kind of went dead in the second half, they looked like the goals are coming from out wide. In fact, that's where our goal basically comes from. You know, fair enough to Lokonga, Jesus, Ben White and Reese Nelson, uh, Fabio Vieira, eventually the balls come in the box. Vieira, not for the first time last night. On reflection, his shot is blocked. He and he, the flying Scotsman, the fullback union, fullbacks as usual, most important players on the pitch. We need to show people how to do things. And he bagged. And it just shown we've gone down. We go down a level if certain men are not there. You know, in defence, we can get away with one, two things, really. With Obviously, Tommy Asu might be injured at the moment. We, you know, fingers, everything crossed. But Tommy Asu can play left back, can play right back. Ben White, you know, anything happens with Gabriel and Saliba. Tommy Asu goes right back, he can go back in. Or even Tommy Asu at centre-back. Midfield, I mean, left back, we've got a couple options there. But uh, up front, we've got one, two things we could do. If Smith Rose fit him, Martinelli can play a couple roles. Saka's in the cut. You've got Jesus. I... Eddie's there in it if 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 you want. It's midfield now. It's a bit booky. If anything happens to Xhaka, definitely since he's become this box-to-box kind of man, chipping in with goals and stuff like that. Anything happens to Thomas Partey, both at the same time or either or it's a problem. You can see when Partey's not there, Xhaka's kind of crippled because he can't do the same Xhaka. He can't play. for me. I don't think he can play with the freedom sort of thing. Because to a degree, you you have to do your own job, but I think he has to think about Lokonga, especially as as you've seen, Arteta has remained committed to listen. Xhaka, you're still going forward, whether Lokonga's there or Nene's there or Partey's not there. It's still this box-to-box -box thing. You're not playing a bit defensively. But you do see at times he kind of makes less runs. He kind of, you know, there is a gaps in the team. But when he's got Partey, they understand each other's game. They're, they're both more experienced than Lokonga. They've worked with each other enough. This is why I think we need another midfielder. Because, again, I would, as I always say, I'd rather Lokonga play every week ahead of El Nene, purely because if you're going to be here long-term... We need to kind of short-term pain for long-term gain. You need to get up to speed. And then he's not going to be here forever. But if we're trying to keep ticking with top four and everything else and the harshness of football, not always thinking about tomorrow, thinking about three points and things you need to do today, 
then I'm jumping El Nene into that team every day of the week because I know what I'm getting. All right, he's not going to be flashy on the ball. Build-up play might take a hit, but you know there's a certain thing he's going to give you. With Lokonga, it's a bit like Lucky Dip. It's a raffle ticket. You don't know what you're going to get. It's like it's like a mystery box. You don't know what you're going to get. Partey can't control the game like El Nene can. Really? 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 You really? Ravi, you're my guy, but really? Really? Part A can't control the game like El Nene can? Really? Really? And that's it. Obviously, he's a professional footballer. He's a centre mid. El Nene can pass the ball forward, but that's it. You know, he keeps the ball. He wins the ball back. That's El Nene. And that's what I mean. I'd rather... I know... You're on. I'm not too sure about that. I don't know about that comment about controlling games with the party, with the LDA team. Big up LDA, but I, I, I think that's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I mean, party is better than LDA, but it's calm. LDA doesn't pass forward. Bit harsh, he does, but it's not a breaking lines thing. Like, he's just going to keep the ball in that. What I mean is that composure in crunch minute. What? Crunch moments at the end, bit of a lie. Potter does do that. He sometimes he does go through brain farts, but I disagree. Sunday, reckon Potter will set up like how Palace did last season. Gallagher or Mount pressing Partey and giving him what no way out. Zinchenko, if he's fit, is very key. Can't lie, I think Tierney's got to play, man, because again, I think I, I'm a bit annoyed that Tommy Asu might be out because it's that counter attack from Chelsea. Chelsea make good in and around the opposition's area. Even if you look at their last Champions League game, the runs they make in general with Sterling, with even the Bamian who's struggling for goals, it's written in the script. He scores their movement is good. Similar to how we kind of lost against United, where they've sprung the offside trap and it's a high line and we're in a foot race. We can't afford that. We need to take our chances. You know, form goes out the window, but we need to take our chances. And we haven't necessarily done that. I know we scored, I know we scored uh, five goals against Forest, but we had to do that in the second half. You know, and again, in terms of being perfect for 90 minutes, we've kind of lost our way. We're not going to win every game, but yeah, man. Keeping the ball and controlling games are two totally different things. So, Ravi, Jesus goes Sunday, hope so. I didn't see us looking at centre mid. Rodrigo is out of nowhere. I always thought Mudrick left-sided, then come back for a striker and a centre mid in the summer. I hope we can get away without getting a without getting a centre mid in 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 January. But I think it would be suicidal not to. We'd be signing up for the same old things, personally. Yeah, Tierney will be forced to start. I mean, if anything, I can't lie. We might even be getting to that territory where Zinchenko, I mean, I know you've been exclusive almost a fullback at um at City and now here. Give him a chance in midfield, really. Respectfully, he's got to be better definitely in the eight-row than Lokonga. And again, I wouldn't really advocate Zinchenko at a six, but if we've played Lokonga as a six, even at Old Trafford, like, is he really switched on better than Zinchenko? Is there much difference? 42 likes, 100 of you locked in on YouTube. Come on, people. What's all of this? The energy levels are not right right now. Let me pattern these channel points. Do you think we need under 25 winger? Because I think we need a PL proven winger and goal score. I would like them to tie in long term with what we've got, but you just need to bring in a winger better than what we have, really. Now, typically, that's probably going to tie into someone a bit more experienced. If you could get someone under 25, you know, 
then it helps us a lot. What's your starting 11 versus Chelsea on Sunday? Well, again, I hope Tommy Asu is fit. Pardon me, because I probably would put Tommy Asu left back, you know. I think Tierney deserves to start. But yeah, man. Part A isn't a natural six. That's why he's shown he, he's shown that Atletico in here he can be a box-to-box man. He can play as a six. He's a central. I'm not being funny, but I do think some people get too excited on these roles. He's a central midfielder. Whether you're a six, whether you're an eight, whether you're whatever these fancy terms they call, there are certain premises that still have to be there. Just like as I tried to tell some people with Lukonga as an eight, you still got to show for the ball. You still have to defend. You still have to not stand next to next to certain people. But yeah, uh, starting eleven for Chelsea. I'm quite here for Tommy Asu left back just because of the threat that Chelsea having on the counter attack really, and I don't, I don't until Ben White gives us a reason to drop him. No disrespect to Ben White because a good player, I don't think you can drop him. You know, Saliba and Gabriel are gonna need you lot to be switched on. Well, Ramsdale picks himself. Ramsdale, White, Gabriel, Saliba, Tierney. Again, I hope Tommy Asu's fit, but I can't bet on that because I don't know. Uh, midfield, Granite Xhaka, Partey, Odegaard picks itself. Saka picks himself on the right. Martinelli picks himself on the left. Jesus, regardless of not bagging for a while, picks himself through the middle. Quite easy to pick Arsenal's team, really. You know, the only one that makes you think is Tierney or Tomiyasu. Tierney, because I want an out-and-out left-back. Tomiyasu, because, you know, you give him a job, he does it well. We have to move the ball faster in attack. We are playing too slow, allowing teams to set up their defence, need to create more chances for our strikers. Hopefully no bowls or moments from Gabriel this game. The whole team, really. The whole team. You know, our young team, Ramsdale, Saliba, as good as everyone's been, Ben White, Ramsdale, definitely Gabriel, Saliba, Zinchenko, you know, even other people. They've shown that they're all going to make have little moments of madness. Really. Big up you lot tuned in, people. Yeah, Jay, I have no clue what the hell you're saying there, but big up you, man. Shout out American Guna for gifting our community subs. Way too kind, broski. Way, 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 way too kind. One love for that, man. Is Zini available? He's on the bench yesterday. So, again, if he is fit, I think Arteta would be open to starting him. But it all depends how fit he is, how many, you know, and it all depends how he performs in these training sessions, really. I'm just happy because the quicker El Nene now, I hope Tommy Asu's fit, but obviously if everybody's fit apart from Smith Rowe, we haven't got the strongest of benches, but it makes it a bit stronger because obviously if Xhaka and Partey are playing, then El Nene is holding the bench and, you know, what you do with a Zinchenko or a Tierney on the bench, El Nene and all these others, it helps us see out the games. El Nene is someone that I want fit because you might not start that game, but if God everything works out and Arsenal are winning and things like that and we're doing what we need to do, you're coming off that bench and helping us tick, keep ticking over, really. And again, I think El Nene, we're going to need him because we got Wolves coming up as well. Got Brighton in the week. He'll probably start. We're going to need these guys. In terms of game management, we haven't got much. Do we go pure attack versus Chelsea? I think we need to be brave. We need to be positive. But I don't think you can afford to be crazy defensive or mad attacking. You've got to just do both, really. Goal forward, be confident. You know, Chelsea's defence, like ours, can be got at. They've conceded a lot of goals. Their confidence on the floor. There's a couple injuries there. But if you switch off Chelsea, will score. Chelsea have shown they can score goals. Chelsea will always be able to score goals. They've got good players. Mount, Sterling, Boy, certain ex-captains of this football club. And they've got unlikely heroes as well. So it is what it is, really. 
They probably won't have Reese James or Chilwell, but that means other players can stand up. When we beat Chelsea at the bridge last year, we didn't have our we didn't have our, our strongest fullbacks. It was it was what Ben White was playing right back them times there, and he he was actually poor right back there. Um, and it was Tavares. And this is why I tell fans, stay away from all that. Oh, when everybody's fit, bro, it's never going to happen, bro. When some guys come back, next man get injured. Like, we need a squad. This is how it goes, man. I'm tired of talking about Telemans. Sinchenko fit means Tommy injured and vice versa. Must be a conspiracy. Do you think I asked, to, I asked Jesus to play deep like that or is it on Jesus? I mean, hey, I, I think it's both. I think that's what you got brought here. I think Mikel Arteta recognises the strikers need goals and he always says that. But in today's day and age, it can't just be about goals, unfortunately, really. It's what else you do. And I do think he's the perfect striker for Arteta's system. He presses from the front. He's all action. So I think he does do all of that. But at the same time, I do think even like yesterday, we just were speaking, there was no midfield. If you're an attacking player, Vieira, Jesus all of them, naturally, you're just going to go short. You're going to go short seeking the ball. So I think it is both, really. And then they will start in the Katiaro next week at Brighton, probably. And we need everyone to get fit, stay fit and remain fit. And then hopefully, you know, in these last, what, we've got four games, three games until the little break for the World Cup. And then we come back on Boxing Day for West Ham. Forgive me if I'm wrong. we got Chelsea next. Then after that is Brighton midweek. Then we've got Molly and New next Saturday. So what, big test. It might be four games. I can remember three off the top of my head, but big test, big push. Let's go into, a, let's say, international break in a, in, a, in a strong stead, really. Then have our little mini pre-season, mid-break pre-season and come back on crud, man. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Come on. Love to see the Twitch gang. On that, don't forget Twitch gang, 4.30, we're playing FM. I was supposed to have somebody online with you like free, but they ain't replied. Nah, they ain't replied, so that's you lot get on to Babs. You lot get on to Babs, man. Like the vids. I was supposed to have Babs. Get on to him, get on to him, get on to him, people. In a nice way. Tell him to reply to his DMs and what's everyone's opinion on Vieira? Good player, technically good. Need to see more consistency, you know. Bulk up a bit. Yesterday, it was more... I don't think it was a case of physically lacking. I think it was a case of, brother, take your chances, man. Like, a lot, a couple of them chances, I was thinking, come on, bro. The first one, cool. What led to Tierney's goal? All right, cool. But there was a... You could have had a hat-trick. You could have stat-padded. Vieira could have stat-padded. We could have been running some agendas. He could have... Well, he could have cleaned up some goals yesterday. Still, he could have slightly even Jesus as well. The keeper saved it. It was a corner, but... Slyly, man. And Jesus, like, he looks like he, he's asking God why. Like, you know, for me, I like the fact that he's still in the right places. But if you look, remember, when he missed that goal, the kind of pole that's behind the goal, he kind of putting his head there and just resting there for a sec. He's like, flipping out on what's going wrong. As we know, in a nice way, strikers of all levels, from amateur league, Sunday league to first team, they're soft, they're weird, man. You know, when they score goals... They score some goals that you didn't think they could look at Eddie. Bit of confidence there last season, doing a madness. This season, you know, you second-guess yourself. You miss chances you're not expected to. You know, you try things and they don't work. That's why I think if Jesus gets one, he'll score a couple. But that's been Jesus's problem. The ability is there. It's just, can you now do it? Because now you've got the platform, you know. Yeah, you're a great player in terms of what you bring, the skills, the all-actionness, the ground you cover. Best defensive forward, as, as, as Pep said. 
But can you do that and be recognised as a striker? Because Jesus says it himself. He says he said it the other day. I was reading an article. He's like, any striker that says they don't want to win Ballon d'Ors, not Ballon d'Ors, um, Golden Boot and things, they're lying. He said, I want to win that. You only win that by scoring. Really and truly. Yeah, Vieira needs to hit Jim. Be a bit tenacious and that, man. Yeah, no, nah, I can't lie. That, I ain't going to lie. I think that tackle was the one tackle the ref shouldn't have booked someone. That was a flipping fantastic tackle by them, crunching one on Vieira. You know, he had a good reaction from his last outing against PSV, but he's shown why at this moment in time, beyond being a rotation option, squad player option off the bench, you're not in the first team right now because there's not that level of consistency over 90 minutes. I know people get onto Odegaard, but if you watch the games again like I do, you see a lot of what Odegaard gives you. And, you know, Eddie Nketiah, Lukonga, Fabio Vieira, all at different scales and different levels, but you can't really bet on them right now over 90 minutes. So hopefully they grow and, and can be used in them things and give Arteta headaches, but this is why, man. I know it's easy to say, but Vieira does remind me a lot of Bruno. Disagree, to be honest. And you got to give Vieira time, man. He's chasing a preseason. This is his first year. I'm not saying to give him time for no reason. Praise and critique his performances appropriately. Um, but it's, he's he's he's, he's play, you know he's just left Porto. He's joined us. He's learning things. He's learning tactically what Arteta demands. He's dealing with the pace of the league. You know, like a couple of these players, he weren't really involved in preseason. He's playing catch up. So I give him a little benefit of the doubt. But next season, you want to see the levels raised. DG, I definitely think we'll sign a midfielder in January. I'm just not confident part eight goes through through the whole season without injuries. Xhaka all needs a rest at some point. Well, him getting a yellow card was the best thing yesterday because he had to have that day off yesterday. And we, we missed Xhaka really in the midfield. But I agree, man. You know, I'd love to see Partey stay fit, but you always have in, in the back of your head, boy, he might just wake up and he's, he's got collapsed himself. And again, we don't know. World Cup, God forbid, Xhaka, Saka. Uh, Partey, Tomiyasu, again, Tomiyasu might not even be there, we hope he is if they come back with injuries, it's a madness like the video if you haven't already folks Vieira's going to take a while to settle in we've got, we got carried away after the first few games, but I'm sure we'll come good. he got carried away, the ability is there he just needs to adjust to the physicality of this league, and that's why I'm confident about him man Like he's, he looks like an intelligent lad just needs more consistency, just needs to, you know probably improve your you know the best thing you could do for me is physically improve you know need to take your chances when given by Arteta and your chances on the football field I think he's improved a lot defensively because I've been monitoring him defensively since well the early games of of, of the Europa League group stages Arteta was kind of alluding to defensively he needs to go up several gears and although we lost to PSV away I actually think he did quite well defensively there's still a lot of gears to go up but I like his mentality I like how he speaks I like his playing style and he has got some ability, but it's now just away from the obvious what you lot are saying and what I've said. It's just showing that consistently because there's been, what, against Nottingham Forest, atrocious off the bench. You know, against United a few weeks ago or months ago, he was probably one of the only positive talking points from Arsenal. Not that he was amazing, but he did all right. Where in midfield does Charlie Patino play? He can play as an eight at times. He's somewhat played a six for Blackpool, you know. Right now... I wouldn't say an out and out 10, but you would, as a midfielder, if he was playing with Xhaka and Partey, you'd want him to not play as a 10, but you're a, you're an, you're, you're an unofficial 10. You have to, you know, you're, you're, you've got the least responsibility in midfield. Let the older head do that. Just let Partey, let's just let Patano do his thing, man. Very, very 
impressed with how he's taken to life at Blackpool. Very excited with what he can be. But it's been 11, 12, 13 games for Blackpool. It's very different from playing with Arsenal Football Club. He's on the right track. He's improving physically. He doesn't run away from the physical battle. He's in the right direction. But as Mikel said, we got to slow cook these boys. Same goes for Brook Norton Coffee. Same goes for Balogun and the rest of them. You know, if again, in terms of players that have caught my eye so far in pre-season, um, pre-season on loan, I think Balogun's done well. I think Austin Tosti's doing bloody brilliant at Birmingham. And Patino would probably be my player of, of of the of of lone player of the season, if you ask me right now, Brooks doing all right, picked up a knock. Sometimes it needs to improve in the final third, but got an assist the other day, so he's doing all right. So yeah, man, we can't afford any more passengers like Sambi and Ketty and Holding. We need more quality. Newcastle, City, and United will be coming for our heads. True, but all three of them club well except City. United need to clear out a couple. Newcastle, that's why Lascelles and John Joe Shelby and them kind of brothers are not playing right now. So they recognize it as well. I hear you though. I do wanna I do wanna bump Rob Holding down the down the down the list. I like holding, but he tried to do the Saliba turn and, and he you know he tripping over his own foot. It's just holding can come in and do a job, but it, it, we drop off a significant level. It's no disrespect to holding, it's just unfortunately it's a fact of life. You know, Ben White way better than you, Saliba better than you, Gabriel better than you. Tommy Asrith goes centre-back better than you. Holding good guy, does his thing, but we need a bit more than that in this life, innit, people? Smash the like button if you haven't already. 75 likes, we're close. DG, are you someone who likes seeing our players do well internationally? From a selfish point of view, I hope all the players are on their way home after the group stage. Probably won't happen, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in both worlds. I hear you, Graham. You're not wrong. I want everybody as home in a cynical way. You know, the Arsenal devil fan in me says, you know, I'd rather no one get called up. Saka, Martinelli, Gabriel, I hope none of you go, you Arsenal team. But at the same time, I like seeing them play well. I want them to play well. I like to see them representing their countries. I want all of them to go as far as they can, really and truly. Definitely where, you know, Saliba and France are concerned, Saka and England are concerned. And, by, well, if I had to bet, I, prob I personally think Gabriel's missing out, the centre-back. I think Gabriel's missing out on the World Cup. Personally, um, I think it's in the balance is 50-50 for Martinelli. I could see him going, I could see him miss out. I do think Gabby Jesus will be there. So yeah, can't afford to make the same mistakes as last Jan. I know the abandoning situation rocked the boat, but we must improve in that chance we have. I hear that. I hear that. Cut the Twitch gang. Love to see you lot linking up. Subscribe with Amazon Prime if you've got that. So yeah, I do like to see people doing well, but pardon me. It don't really affect me. And yeah, man, at a point, I would like to see people coming home. And to be fair, I think England, pardon me, England going out in the round of 16, quite simply. I think they'll England get out of the group stage. And I just think England are due a rubbed campaign. You know, got to the semis of the last World Cup, got to the finals of the Euros. It was all booky as well. It looks like that they did it not because of Southgate, but in spite of Southgate, as respectful as I can be, because he's played his part. But yeah, man. That's just how I could see it developing if I'm completely brutally honest, man. Really. So, yeah, man. Elite talking point. Should we see what's going on in the world of football right now, people? What is the time on the clock? 36. Let's say 36. 10. Uh, 36. 10. Let's keep your opinions coming, people. Let's go over what, what there is to go over, people. First thing, rather selfishly, I want to see what Mikel Arteta has said in the press conference post-Zurich, people. Obviously, I want to hear what he's had to say about Lakonga, Gabby Jesus, 
and for me, most importantly, Tommy Asu people. On how he'll ensure Arsenal start games fast in Europe, Europa League better yet. Well, we always try to start fast. We have an opponent who have something to say in the game, but we try to start as well as possible. Nervy evening. I wouldn't say it was a nervy evening. The second half, yeah, but I wouldn't say it's a nervy evening. I expected it to be a tough match. I watched them in the last few games, how they changed since their new manager arrived, how they played against Bodo. You've seen it and it was really difficult to get any real momentum with the way that the game developed and when you don't have a midfield. We have to adapt to that. We had some big chances that we didn't put away and that made the game more difficult in the last 15 or 20 minutes. We didn't control certain situations and we had to dig in, which we did. We found a way to win. We're top of the group. Thoughts on Nelson's overall performance and general play? Uh, yesterday, didn't you know an encouraging one from him? Didn't rock the boat out any that 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 well, but yeah, man, he's doing okay. You know, I do think his decision making can 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 improve. Sometimes I think he overdoes things. He plays with his head down, but I expect that. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say. I know this World Cup is going to be stiff. It is, man. You know, one has to wonder about the condition of players. One has to wonder about what players are going to... At this rate, no one's going to be there. Pogba, Kante, Reese, James, Chilwell in the balance. Carl Walker in the balance. Um, Werner's been ruled out for Germany. Um, there's probably some others as well, man. And it's you have to wonder, really, what's going to go on, man. Eddie needs to be loaned. Sambi, I'm not too sure. Probably both, man. Nelson was mad. Did OK. Still room to grow. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. You're right in that regard. Um, on how impressed he is about his team's reaction to PSV. That's what we wanted. Losing football matches is part of it. It will happen at certain stages and you have to react to that. It affects you just in the moment and then you move forward. Analyse what happened and try to become better as a team. That's what we've done. We've managed to win the last two games and now we have to go to Stamford Bridge. Tell him again, on Lokonga playing in a more advanced run, if he took the opportunity, the gaffer isn't going to be honest here, in it? You know, he's going to be honest in private. Sammy didn't. He didn't take his chance, really and truly. I think everyone took the opportunity. That's answering the question, but not answering the question. It's true that we played him more there in pre-season. When we signed him, we had another idea. So that was, yo, probably going to be a six. But in pre-season, he developed and played well in that position. It's easy against Orlando and that. Having to rest Thomas today, I think it was a good option. On Tomiyasu and obviously Tierney. We don't know on Tomiyasu. He felt something and we didn't want to take any risks with the amount of games that we're playing. is part of it. It can happen in training. It can happen in games. And unfortunately, it happened to Tommy today. Well, it might not have been today if he didn't bring him on. The rest of the players have to be ready because we're going to need everybody now. On Tomiyasu's injury, we don't know yet. On an initial assessment on Tomiyasu, given the World Cup is approaching, we have Chelsea on Sunday. This is what I'm interested in. Amen. Big up PK for retiring, but that is irrelevant. On Jesus' form, that's going to change. He's getting the situations. He's getting the chances. He's contributing to the team an awful lot. I agree. He's helping to win matches. The way And he had a good game yesterday, but he needs to score. The way he competes for every ball and every action is incredible. It will come. He needs to be patient. He's been through that in the past and he needs to learn those lessons and don't stop doing other things that he's doing so well because that's going to maintain the level of him and the team. That's true. On El Nene, he was really good. He's been out for eight weeks. We expected him to be out for 12 weeks. He had an amazing recovery. He's a guy that has been pushing everybody around the training ground to be ready as quick as possible. And today, I think he competed really well. I agree. On players returning from injury, we have managed a load of the players in the last four weeks because of the amount of games that we have played. To get it perfect is very difficult. To get the balance, to get the right performances and to win matches and, and rest some players and keep them fresh is always challenging. We have tried to do our best today. We had bad news with Tomiyasu, but I think for the rest, it has worked pretty well. 
Aubameyang is irrelevant at this moment in time. I've got nothing else to say. On Chelsea's real form, on recent form, they've been really consistent. The results that they've had recently since Graham took over, you can see what he's trying to do. We'll be ready. We'll start to prepare for the game from tonight. On the difference, smash the like button, people. On the differences in Chelsea since Potter took charge, that's not for me to judge, but you can see that he has his put his put his own ideas in, like he did with Brighton. Again, leave us alone with this. I, I've got nothing to say on the Bamian people. Like again, we know the, the threat that he comes with. We know how good or good he isn't. Don't know why they're pressing about pressing Mikel Arteta for a Bamian. A Bamian. No one cares, man. On it's, it's bigger than Arsenal versus Aubameyang. It's Arsenal versus Chelsea. Of course, Aubameyang is struggling on the goal-scoring front. He probably would somewhat score. But they've got 10 other players that are problematic. I'm more interested about what we're going to do about their front their, their front three players on the run, which could be Aubameyang, mate. Not, I'm keen. I'm care, I, I more care about how we're going to dominate that midfield, how we're going to isolate some of their defenders because, they, they you know, Thiago's been good, but he can't do it alone. Kulabali's been good, but he can't do it alone. Stretch them and whatnot. On the key to winning at the bridge, play better than them, earn the right to win, score one more goal, and I'm sure we'll win the game. Amen. Football's a simple game. Score more goals, keep less goals at the back of your net. Facts. Really. Big up Arsenal Lady Gaffer, second manager of the month award. Arteta gives update on Tommy Asu injury. We, we kind of saw that, but they ain't saying nothing new. We got teeny. It's about time I scored fullback union. First since Boxing Day last year. It's been coming. I've not scored in a while. I've been getting closer in the last few games. And I just like to tell the boys it's about time I scored. Job done is how you describe it. We'd have liked to have been more comfortable, but it was never going to be easy. They came here with a lot to play for as well. But we dug deep and we defended well at the end. They put a lot of pressure on us. Amen. He then went on and said and said, yeah, straight away, as soon as the, as soon as we finish this game, it's Chelsea straight away. We know it's going to be a tough game. We're not going to get a lot of recovery, but the boys will be ready for it 100%. Do you not think our best chance on Zaha was when Emre wanted him? Probably, but he's going to be a free agent. I don't know how much uh, uh, Zaha would want in terms of wages and that, people. Um, I'll leave that to you lot. But yeah, Arsenal to assess Tommy Asu injury blow ahead of Chelsea clash as well. Cup looms, people, as you lot already know. Big up Anthony in the cut as well. Again, I think it's just going to say the same thing. So hopefully he's all right. Uh, in terms of the group stages, as you know, we won our group, people. So again, the qualified group winners, Arsenal, Fenerbahce, Real Batiste, Union, Sociedad, Feyenoord, Freiburg, Ferencarvos. Uh, third place Champions League teams, which buck these man in the playoffs. Ajax, Leverkusen, Barca, Sporting, Salzburg, Shakhtar, Sevilla and Juventus. Runners up of the groups, you've got PSV, Rennes, Roma, Union, Berlin, Manchester United, Monaco, Nantes and Michelin. So it'll be interesting to see who gets who, man. Arsenal and pre-match storylines. Amen. Arsenal, nothing personally. I'm back. I'm ready. I'm blue. Bro, I don't give a flying monkeys about Aubameyang. He's a Listen, love the memories we had. You know, if you score, you score. You owe it to Chelsea to want to score. Don't really care. Like, don't care. It's gone past that. Like, man, Thierry Henry and Alexis and Vieira and Cesc and all these guys leave. Who is Aubameyang to, man, bro? Like, we had great memories. Just forget it, man. It's Arsenal versus Chelsea. Again, I know why Aubameyang is going to be a massive talking point. But both teams are so much bigger than than just one player. 
it's written in the stars he probably scores, but there's so much more to it than just that. Uh, apparently, Atletico Madrid are open to selling Rodrigo de Paul in January, people. They signed him from Udinese last summer. It hasn't really worked out, people. They're open to cutting their losses as they're not satisfied with the return they've got. Simeone has uh, has reportedly seen enough. Simeone, who's, you've seen it a lot with like Jackson Martinez. They sign players and rub them out quickly. I'm all for it, people. I'm all for it, people. I'm really all for it. He can play as an eight. He can play slightly more further forward. He'd slot into that Jacker role well. Apparently, the club needs to negotiate the right kind of deal to, in order to ensure they benefit both financially and sportingly people. So why not? If you can make that happen, why not? Uh, Rodrigo de Paul wants to leave Atletico three months after rejecting Spurs, as you look and see here. 28 years of age, a sense of urgency. You know, there's rumours that Atletico are struggling, for, struggling financially. There's rumours clearly that Simeone and him are not seeing eye to eye. Why not, man? Apparently, Juventus are onto him as well. So we're going to face a lot of interest if we do legitimately want to bring this guy, man. I think this is Martin Keon talking on Jesus. We already know that. Arsenal and Real Madrid now the only potential destinations for £85 million star. I'm tired of hearing this about Madrid. I mean, everyone and their nan. And they haven't qualified for, for the next round of the Champions League. So, yeah, whether it's Arsenal... Liverpool, whoever's been linked with him and these teams, Newcastle, Leeds, Wolves, Brentford, Everton, boy, we'll have to see. Mudrick is now the most fashionable young player in Eastern Europe. Real Madrid are really interested in him. Arsenal also. There's also been some contact and there are some informal conversations with the club. In addition, as far as I understand, Shakhtar are seriously considering the option of renewing Mudrick's contract. There are three real options. Arsenal, Real Madrid and a new contract at Shakhtar. I think that many young players dream of getting to the top level. I'm no exception. I have a valid contract with Shakhtar, but of course, if there's an opportunity, I want to play in matches in the top championships. Bayern Munich are playing very powerfully and strongly. City always play great football, but I have great admiration for the style of Arsenal, a talented coach, young, individually strong players who play good and modern football. Apparently, Arsenal have also looked at Jeremy Pino and Torres people. So we'd have to see, man. It's all... It's all nonsense at this moment in time man. really so we'll have to see what that means arsenal handed yuri telemans transfer boost as leicester city i replacement what does this mean they've been linked with hossam Al and enzo lefi so it's, it's getting two and two and making a million they're gonna have to find replacements i mean why don't they bring him in in the summer fair enough though apparently el nene has said no more egos arteta scared arteta's Scared Arsenal players with a Bamian axing in United dressing room. Says El Nene, specifically, what's the gaffer said? I mean, what has he said away from this this talk? Everyone looked at themselves because if Arteta did that to the captain of the team, what is he going to do with another player? This showed that now we can't play around. Everyone was scared. Everyone is scared with their position because this is what happened to Aubameyang. Of course, if anyone is not the captain of the team, does a small mistake, they are going to have the same problem, and no one needs that problem. We don't allow big egos. This is the dressing room we have now. Everyone loves each other and everyone works for each other. This is what actually makes our squad really strong because we don't have egos in the team. Everyone's got an ego and you need an ego to a degree. And if you want to bring in good players, they're going to have an ego. Uh, Odegaard's, Martin Odegaard's behind closed doors frustration as Arsenal private chat emerges. What does this mean? Odegaard has opened up on private chats. He and his teammates have held following recent frustrating performances. Specifically, what has the captain said? 
We started the game well again with Gabby Martinelli's goal, but what was different this time was how we killed off the game. We've been speaking about that as a group over the past few weeks. We had a few games where we played well in the first half, but the game has changed in the second half, Southampton, and we've been struggling more than we want to. Everyone was a bit frustrated after the past few games, even after the win over Leeds, then the draw at Southampton, then the defeat against PSV. Everyone was frustrated with how we performed in those games and we needed this performance last weekend to strike back. It's a sign of how this team is developing and we've had a good, we've had a couple of games where we weren't at our best yet. We're still top in the Premier League and in Europe. Despite that, we weren't totally happy with what we've been doing and I think we showed that on the pitch against Nottingham Forest. We knew we had more to give and we wanted to do that. Shout out to Martin for that one. Amazing winger wants to join Arsenal, but Fabrizio Romano highlights possible issue for the Gunners here, people. Arsenal want for Gondo Torres, but face a fight for the Orlando City winger. Fabrizio Romano has claimed, people. And obviously, we've been shopping in MLS with Tusty and, and Matt, Matt Turner as well. What has Romano said? specifically. Apparently, he said that there's several teams in Italy and Spain and even the UK chasing him. He's also noted that there's nothing advanced in, in terms of Torres to Arsenal opening door for other clubs. So fair enough where that's concerned. Ben Jacobs, again, he seems to be, you know, just making his living talking about Mudrick. Shakhtar's position of Mudrick hasn't changed after Champions League elimination. Club always open and to an extent participating in a January sale. Mudrick's been told he can leave for the right price. But there'll be no cut price sale. Valuation has gone up after impressive Champions League show. And gassing it a bit with, with the Champions League show. And he's hardly pulled up trees. He's done well. But yeah, it is what it is. Pardon me. I mean, it seems like this is a thread of stuff. Well, I mean, he keeps showing us this. Apparently, Shakhtar will consider offers of 60 million euros despite hinting at a figure closer to 100 million. Although Mudrick told me he couldn't say no to Arsenal and his teammates joked he's already signed. Arsenal not close to landing him yet. Nothing advanced or club to club despite genuine interest. Priced them 50 million. Put Arsenal off last summer, but Arteta sees Mudrick's frightening potential and believes there's room to turn him into a more versatile winger. Liverpool have scouted him too, but won't pay above market value and no Shakhtar aren't easy to negotiate with. Challenge for most suitors remains the price and to get it down to a very preferable pay payment structure and generous add-ons will be needed. City also have a growing interest and Newcastle have inquired too, but Everton are the only PL club to make a formal bid last summer which they offer was rejected. He ideally wants European football. Apparently, there are a few new clubs monitoring the situation. Juventus, PSV, Atletico Madrid, all sent scouts to watch him in the last game. Shakhtar would love to keep him until the summer, but an appropriate January offer won't be turned down, it says there, folks, people. Brendan Rodgers has made a plea to Yeri Telemans, people. Yuri Telemans, better yet. In terms of fitness, he's been okay. He has been a fantastic professional for us, even though he's in the situation of his contract. He's never wavered from his mentality of what he gives to the team. He provides the team with know-how in game. He's wonderful to work with. I'd love to. I'd love him to sign another deal and continue his journey at Leicester. I mean, it looked like Douglas Louise was leaving, and he signed a new deal at Villa. But I don't. I don't think he's going to suffer that same fate. So yeah, that's that. Barcelona have positive reports about Yuri Telemans. The player's contract expires in 2023. Arsenal are also interested, as you can see there, people. Lovely home record for us. Um, there, Arteta takes charge of his 150th Arsenal game versus Chelsea on Sunday, people. That's the same amount of appearances he made as a player for us, people. 
crazy. I didn't even know he had a bit more than I thought, if I'm honest with you. Barca and Juventus target Zaha deal. Obviously, Arsenal have been linked with him as his contract with Crystal Palace weighs in the balance. At like 21, 29 years of age, people, length of contract terms, and obviously what what sort of competitions the teams that want him in are all things. Apparently, Barca and Juventus would be confident of offering Zaha competitive terms that are an improvement on his current deal. You I mean, you couldn't turn down Barca or Juventus. Chance to play for Barca or Juventus is one I could, you couldn't turn down. Arsenal and Chelsea have both tracked Zaha for some time and either club would be able to outbid both Barca and Juventus in terms of wages. But Palace are understood to have made Zaha a verbal offer of a new contract that would increase his pay. So we'll have to see what happens where he's concerned. What's this about? Well, this is just about doubts, isn't it? Matt Turner, Smith Rowe, and now Tomiyasu seem to be the only players that aren't fit. We've seen that already. Nothing of note there. So, yeah, this is the Europa League thing again. I mean, so it doesn't seem there's much. Arsenal are now able to outbid Barcelona to sign Zaha, basically. That's, this is just reiterating what we've seen. So, yeah, that seems to be anything surrounding the current talk and whatnot people let's see what other news there is but let's also make a timestamp 5310 that uh is there anything else all i want to hear about honestly is this tommy ass who's able to play against chelsea or not man big up zinchenko and tini but i think we need him somewhere man shout out nene for playing as well I can't lie, when you look at top chance creators in the Premier League, people, this makes for decent reading, isn't it? Look how many Arsenal players are there. Martinelli is only behind Bruno and Kevin De Bruyne. You've got Martinelli, Granite, Xhaka, Odegaard and Bakayo Saka all there, really. And that's, you know, three of our front four players. You throw Xhaka, well, really, well, yeah, no, two of our front, uh, front three players. Odegaard and Xhaka basically help it become a five. You've got the two wingers, the strikers, Xhaka and Odegaard joining behind from the eight and ten position. So that's what you want to see. Hopefully this can correlate to goals being scored because although we are sharing the goals at this moment in time, one has to wonder, are we outperforming our expected goals and all of them things? I personally think we are. I don't really think we've got goals. We've got people with the capacity and learning to score goals, but I don't think we have seasoned goal scorers in that team really. So we need to probably do a lot better in terms of goal scoring and make sure it continues, man. Really and truly. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't feel like there's anything new in relation to Arsenal. I'm gonna get into you lot's comments in a second, people. Make sure you will hit the like button. Don't forget, we're watching Chelsea versus Arsenal on Sunday, people. Why I haven't got oh, here it is about to say why I haven't got a tab for that. I don't know. There it is, be on Twitch and YouTube. Let's type Arsenal again in on Google, see what comes up, folks. Come on, link us with something, man. Aubameyang's excited for Arsenal return. I don't care about Aubameyang, bro. You don't play for us no more, man. Big him up. I'll always love the captain for what he gave to the cause, but tired of hearing about it. Let me scroll all the way up, people. I'm aware I'm missing stuff. Sambi and Eddie need a sell. If you're not going to bring people in, then it's a myth. Sambi might not be good enough for a second-choice midfielder. Yeah, I'm going to give Nelson until the end of the season until I give my opinion. You can give your opinion now, and it's subject to change. But he's got a lot of them have now to the end of the season to show something. I don't want Mudrick if it means we don't get a midfielder. I'm with that. Yeah, put Zaha is solid option for the bench. I don't think he's on that. He can still play for three to four seasons. Zaha, he's only 29, but you've got to remember you're going to have a declining player. You put a declining player on big wages, it's a myth. It all depends. 
in terms of just ability, I'm having Zaha. When you factor in wages, length of contract, them things there, probably a pass. I mean, I listen, I, I can't lie, man. Zaha, if you want to... I, I, listen, all the best players are difficult. If, if if he's convinced with the project, it is what it is, isn't it? I don't know Zaha as a person. He strikes as someone, for me, that gives it all for the cause. Someone that is a model professional. You never hear him in, in nonsense. Yeah, he might dive and act up on the pitch, but... I don't think I don't know where do we get this attitude issues. I mean, Vieira would have been punching him off, and last time I checked, you know, all his dreads are still days. All right, you know, man, think Thierry. Do you not think Thierry Henry and Arsene Wenger was not a personality clash? Henry very opinionated, Wenger opinionated, but calm. It's cut, you know. Do you not think Sir Alex Ferguson and, and Eric Cantona didn't clash, bro? If we get to a scenario where we need to do where we're able to buy in the future ready-made players that can tie. They're going to come with a bit of a... Alexis had a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Amazing Ozu was a crybaby. It happens. When some of these young players in our team, they're going to start carrying on like that. So it is what it is. The future of MLS is looking bright, though. For a country the size of America, they're bound to have players out there. They just need investment into this sport and they're growing. That's true. I, I'm not in America, but when you put it like that with the landmass, they should be one of the biggest powerhouses in football. But I don't think football or soccer, as they refer to it, as it's not the, it's not the thing for them really and truly like that. It's, it's, it seems like from some of you Americans that comment in my chat, it seems like, you know, financially you're kind of priced out of it, which... You, it is fine. You do be, you can be financially priced out of it in England because Sunday league fees cost money, half term projects cost money. But it just seems like you need a bit of cash to be doing that in in America. Like in England, you can, you know, you can you can be a footballer without having money. You know, if you want to be a tennis player and them things, there it's a bit different. But they should, and maybe the attitudes that obviously football is never going to be a, big in America as as it is here. And basketball, NFL aren't going to be as big in England as it is over there because you're chasing centuries and, well, centuries, I'm guessing it a bit, but years and years and years. That doesn't mean it can't be, you know, the games, the two parallels can't be, you know, loved in their own right and things. And America, in fact, let's just say North America, there's a lot of players out there. Look at Canada, a lot of one-two players out there coming through now, you know. Maybe we can get the next Afonso Davies and Davies and these sort of guys, man. DG, what are you doing if a Bamian backflips in the Arsenal? And he can jump around as much as he wants. I'll be more vexed at the fact that we conceded the goal. DG, a good sign on Tommy. At the end of the game, he was sitting on the bench. He didn't go down the tunnel. A bit more of a positive sign for me. Andy, I hear that, man. I hear that, but someone needs to come out and say what's going on, man. I hear that. I hear that. Maybe that's a bit of adrenaline, man. We'll see a lot more players come through from across the pond. I think they generate athletes. The Abamian stuff is purely a media spin. Most Arsenal fans are bored of chatting about Abamian. It's irrelevant. I just don't give a flying monkeys, man. We actually need to beat them. Man can backflip all he wants. He still has an Arsenal tattoo. Trust me, and his kids still still wearing the Arsenal shorts. Abamian shameless, man. Oh, I want to do that Real Madrid. Oh, Real Madrid. Signs for Barcelona. It's been my boyhood dream. He's shameless, man. Shameless brother, man. Come on, man. You can't trust a man that's still dyeing his hair. Right now. He's a big, broke-ass, four-year-old. And big up Aubameyang, but he needs to probably stop doing the flips. And I'm sure Chelsea fans will tell you, anytime he scored and he's done his front flip, he's landed kind of awkwardly. You're getting old. You're a big man. Behave yourself. Do you think that Arteta's dressing room and training room training methods pacify the players? No, because if anything, they've enhanced these men right now. You know, you look at all the metrics, they're doing all right. There might come a time where we want a bit more. 
But nah, man, not even. In my opinion. Not that I'm an informed opinion, just a fan like you lot. Doesn't seem like there's anything surrounding the news of Arsenal anyways, people. Jermaine Pennant has said PK isn't one of the greats. I don't think he's my GOAT defender, but you can't say PK is not being a, a GOAT in a, as a defender. These men on talk shite need to stop sniffing coke and just coming out with mad things, man. But, you know, you're paid, you know, clout is the new currency. You're paid to talk nonsense and get reactions. Fair enough, man. Who am I? If, if that's how you pay your bills, pay your bills, innit? And once again, people, Atletico Madrid are ready to say goodbye to Jao Felix. But we ain't getting him. Come to the Emirates, bro. But And again, as you can see here, Atletico Madrid have placed four players on the market and they need two to leave in order to balance their accounts. Jao Felix probably have the most suitors. Lamar seemed like you've they've been trying to sell you for time. Carrasco, didn't they buy you back? I don't know why you're there. But fair enough, man. Facts, them flips ain't been landing since he's been at Chelsea. Bro, you sell your, bro, you sell your, you sell your soul to the devil. What do you think's going to happen? You know what happened. Certain man, you know, him, Matisse, Sterling, you man can't get on a bus around Emirates or a train around Chelsea. I have to. It's a cheap point. Get us Rodrigo. Who would take Felix? I would take it. DePaul worth it, in my opinion. If it could do, hope Abamian scores in the 14th minute, it's ruled out by VAR. But the physio is on the field helping Abamian. I mean, I don't want man to get injured in it. That's that's not nice. Arsenal may regret not signing Jao Felix. Probably he's a quality player, and you just feel with him when he gets into a decent team, you'll see a lot more from him. But yeah, that's dead, dead. That man, I don't want no one to get injured. That's a man's health. Want you to play crap, would like your goal to get shagged by VAR, but injury. Bit too much for me, man. Bit overdoing it, man. Bit overdoing it. Can't wish injury. It's sneaky, man. But that's what Neeks are going to do. That's sneaky, man. Apparently, Aubameyang, Arteta sent a warning to Arsenal. When is the press... I always miss the press conference. So, I guess we're going to have to circle back on the press conference tomorrow in relation to specifically the Chelsea one. Apparently, Arteta has been speaking of Aubameyang. As you can tell, people, I've got little time for this. I've got little time for this. I do not really give a flying monkeys about this stuff. But apparently, Mikel Arteta warns Arsenal side about very dangerous Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I don't know who this player is. But anyways, he we know Aubameyang is dangerous, really. You know? We know he's dangerous. We know the history. We know the poetic justice and things like that. London night boss passenger brutally mugged for his 30k Rolex. So much rob rollies and, and, and cars getting robbed. But I can't lie, you know, if you're on a bus, why don't you hide that? Like on, on a night bus as well. No one should be stealing people's things, but don't like anywho. Very dangerous. If Abamian has some has something, it's the ability to put the ball in the back of the net, and he's going to be doing that until the day that he decides he had enough of football. That's true, and he's not really scored in recent weeks for Chelsea. So it's Abamian and Jesus. Some would say maybe a cheeky bet on both of them. Maybe putting both of them in the FPL team could be could pay dividends for Arsenal fans. We'll have to look first of all at what Chelsea do and try to put a plan together to avoid that. 
he said, well, it's a decision that we had to take and there are different parties involved. At the end of the day, when someone is not with us anymore and being a player and having the role that he had at the club and how important he was, you always wish everybody the best. When someone makes that decision to move elsewhere, they need to enjoy their profession and he seems happy. Fair enough. I hope he did. Whatever he needs to do to galvanise his players. I like Xavi Simmons, but he's just joined PSV. Is there any need for him to leave? Might as well stay for another season at the very least. Then keep it moving. You've got a good thing going for yourself. You're playing. You're developing away from the nonsense. If you go to Arsenal or any of the clubs that are bigger than us that have been linked, you might not necessarily get that. Wait, Chief keeps dropping a new tape. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Just like that, the weekend's been made, man. Just like that, the weekend's been made. But yeah, slow news day for football in general, people. I don't know what the hate thing means, but fair enough. DJ, are you about tattoos? If you are, would you get an Arsenal tattoo? You can't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, man. Come on, bro. I'm too prestige for that. Shout out to the tattoo dons. But yeah, ironically, if I was getting a tattoo, I'd get Arsenal one. I'd do the geezer thing. Fat one on the leg, mate. But you can't put a bumper sticker on Ferrari, man. Come on, man. Look at this lovely lovely caramel skin, bro. I can't mark that up with no graffiti. You mad? Straight edge lifestyle, man. Straight edge lifestyle. From all look of things, Chelsea fans are jittery, but my advice is that we shouldn't be overconfident. What we need is total concentration. Sure, Arsenal's going to win 2-1 to sharper Bamian. I hear that. Need Jesus and Saliba not to get yellow cards for the next two matches. I hear that. We need some centre midfielders. El Nene and Okonga do not raise the bar. I hear that. What else have we got? Vieira's going to take a while to settle in. We got carried away after the first few games, but I'm sure he'll come good. In January, if we buy a defensive midfielder and winger, I think you mean, we will win something this season. Supporters are not confident, but players and manager, they're hungry. I don't listen. I don't know. I can't predict the future. You sign players in the right places. You have a stronger opportunity, but I don't know about none of that, man. Need to win stuff. You need more than just signing players, man. Why not? I wish I'd love to be able to claim that, but I've heard that before, man. But you wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, would you? Pick up all the tattoo duns, but yeah, man, I'm too prestige for that. It is what it is in that regards, folks. It really is. Uh, what else have we got? I mean, it's a slow news day in football. What general new what general talking points are going on? Sky Sports saying, really. Bro, Van Dyke said Carragher wouldn't get into our team. Yeah, to be fair, would Jay, uh, a prime Joe Gomez and all of that? Well, Nat Phillips is sniffing about, so probably. No, there's nothing really of note. I mean, he's been a bit slow this season, but Danilo looks all right. I think, Danilo, pardon me, Danilo would be a good signing, but he's going to need time to develop. I mean, if you... you Again, they're going to have to sell Declan Rice, but Declan Rice is going to cost a lot of money. Hopefully, agent Abamia misses a sitter. I'm not trying to hear all of that banter. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I really do. 
With that being said, though, folks, it don't look like there's anything else to speak on. So I'm going to let you lot get out of here, really. There's no point having you lot here. It seems quite dead. Uh, Newcastle got links with Mbappe. Definitely our time to get out of here, man. Do you watch or listen to footy podcasts? Not necessarily, if I'm honest with you. I more prefer, like, podcasts about life. I listen to one, too, but, like, not really. Like, that's what we said. I really love the fact that you lot listen to me, and I appreciate you lot, because... If I saw me, I wouldn't listen to me. Like, I don't really care about much people's opinions. And I, I'm, I don't know how it is. It might be ADHD or something. But if I don't know you or if I just think you chat shit, then I'm not listening really. I like to, I'm more like to listen to actual managers and coaches and them sort of things there, if I'm honest with you. But yeah, people, don't forget Sunday, 11 a.m. was watching Arsenal Chelsea. 4:30 today. I'm gonna to be playing FM with you lot people. Most importantly, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. Check out the rest of my videos because you lot ain't been rating them in a while. On that note, though, hit the like button, set your notifications, make sure you're following all the socials. Take care. I'm out. <laughs>